0: be in God's house tonight. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hopefully we can uh, understand the truths that come from the worship through uh, through song and hopefully we understand that the Lord is coming back. It's a matter of time. I hope you're prepared to meet him when he comes back. Amen. And if you're not, you're in a good place tonight to be ready for that. If y'all would uh, turn with me to the Gospel of John chapter 15 and uh, I will do my best to give you what the Lord has laid on my heart for this evening. And uh, living saints, be good to be in God's house. It's always, uh, always a, a pleasure for us to be able to be here at Gazette uh, Baptist Temple, amen. And uh, you know, we say it uh, uh, can't be said enough, we thank everybody at the church for for the work this church does, what they stand for, and uh, we appreciate personally on a level with the Powell family, uh, we appreciate the school that I know that you guys, uh, you know, is a ministry of the church, we praise the Lord for that, and what you all mean to us and our family, uh, we can never put into words, but uh, we do appreciate uh, that not have to worry about our kids and what kind of brainwashing they're going to get in their education system. And we thank the Lord that he sent us here. And if we could, I'd just be, a, I'd just try to be a help and encouragement to somebody this evening. And uh, we'll, we'll read uh, five verses in John chapter 15, and we'll go to the Lord in prayer, and I'll try my best to help somebody tonight. And uh, the gospel says in verse 1 of John chapter 15, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for one more opportunity to come into your house. God, we thank you, Lord, for a chance, Lord, to come out, Lord, in public. God, to worship you, Lord, without fear of persecution or prosecution. We thank you, God, for the ones that's taken time out of their schedule, Lord, and set it aside, God, to give to you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the songs. We thank you for the opportunity, God, to lift up your holy righteous name and praise through music. But, God, we thank you for the opening of your word. God, I'm asking you, Lord, that you'd allow me, Lord, to help and encourage somebody. Lord, I'm asking you, God, that you'd speak, Lord, to us this evening. In Jesus' precious name, we ask these things. Amen. I'm going to try to jump right in it, get to the point. And uh, you know what? As the the Lord is speaking here in John chapter 15, we get down to verse 5, and he says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him the same, bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. I'm glad that the uh, Lord saw fit to record in this Gospel of John, a, a, a reminder for us to abide in the vine. And I would be the main, uh, 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 if the one thing, Brother Fountain, I get across this evening that can be, uh, be remembered is abide in the vine. And as I started to pray and study, and the Lord has uh, spoke along these lines before, but I got to thinking about batteries. And if y'all would say, hey, wait, I'll come for something deep and philosophical. Well, you know what? I'm going to make you uh, know how good Pastor Burke is to you. You guys are really going to, you know, r- really uh, be able to value, hey, the, the deepness he goes. But you know what? I'll try to encourage somebody with a battery tonight and make a connection with abiding in the vine and how that applies to us in a spiritual connotation. We understand that a battery stores power, and I'm glad that of myself I have no power to give this evening. Without the Lord, I can do nothing. Our church world is, and realm is filled hey, with a bunch of buildings that may have a cross on, on the side of them, may have a steeple on the on the roof of the building, Hey, but unless the power is hooked up to the Lord, it's not going to bring forth any fruit. Hey, I'm glad that I'm not standing in a, a church house this evening, that any of this is going to be new. None of this is going to be earth-shaking. Nothing's going to be, what, what did he say? Hey, I just want to remind us tonight that we can abide in the vine. I don't know if that encourages anybody else this evening, hey, but I find courage and strength to know hey, that when we abide in the Lord, hey, that he will give us hey, what we need to go on and get a little further down the road. We know that these batteries, not only do they store power, but I praise the Lord that uh, something simple that we draw out of these is there are all different kinds of batteries. If you would, this evening inside of this church house, we literally have all different shapes and sizes and Brother Wilder, different ages and different people at different points in their walk with the Lord and their walk with life. But just like a battery, some of us hey, may be called to be, Brother Fountain, big batteries. We've got batteries that can light up city blocks and hey, their job is to go ahead and make sure the lights stay on. Hey, If the, if the lights go out, I, uh, um, part of my testimony for 16 years I worked at Lebanon Correctional and you know what we had? We had a backup to a backup hey, for the power to go on. Hey, But I'm glad that not only were some people called hey, to be big batteries in life, but some people may be called to be a battery that uh, we We could compare that would run a car, you know, the battery, the electric car movement that's coming in here, like it or not, hey, that's up to you to decide, but Matthew, the size of the battery depends on the size of the job, or we could go down and break it down to the smallest form, hey, to understand that if anybody's wearing a hearing aid, Brother Chad, hey, that there's a battery that's running that. Say, well, I want to go ahead and be a battery that lights up, hey, the city block, and I praise the Lord God to give you that power, if you hook up to him and it's from him, he'll do it, but, you know. What brother Fountain? Sometimes, hey, we're just called just to be a little battery, hey, for a little need. And I'm telling you tonight, hey, that as the the call was put out, hey, the, from the Lord's prayer request that He would send forth the laborers into His field, God may not be calling all of us to light up a city block. He may just be calling you to light up one ear this week, and hey, you may be called to be that little battery in a hearing aid because God's going to put you in the path of one person this week that needs to hear the gospel. But out and maybe some of us will be called to reach many people hey this week but we're reminded that unless we're hooked up to the true vine unless that power's coming from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we can do nothing of ourselves we also understand by my way of introduction before we get to the simple message that the Lord has for us this evening is I would remind you that batteries hook up together if anybody's ever had children's toys and you crack that open maybe you got the big long. Long list of D batteries or C batteries and I'd like to remind you as we get into being hooked up to the vine and understand where that power is stored is those batteries are great by themselves but when they get hooked up together hey they get even better but Chad we know that there's a positive and a negative there's an order to things and you could rig up four or five batteries but you let one of them batteries get turned sideways you'll break that circuit hey if I could just encourage somebody tonight hey Maybe they think they're going to get a little sideways. Hey, maybe they're saying, you know what? Hey, we do a lot around the church, and hey, praise the Lord for the announcements that's come up, and I don't know about anybody else, but I was about to get real excited when I saw that Camp Kazaddale hit up on that screen. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be able to spend the whole week with y'all. Brother Wilder, I've been, I've been getting real excited about coming in and, hey, being able to take four uh, four days away from the world, away from everything that's going on, and, hey, just get to hook up with some brothers and sisters hey, that I don't get to hook up with very often and praise the Lord for that time set aside hey, but I'd like to remind us that our batteries are supposed to hook up together you know the the, the Bible's got a real real deep spiritual word for that it's called the local church hey man, where you can get your battery charged up and you can get hooked up with the person next to you and if I can encourage you maybe there's somebody tonight whose battery's running a little, little, little low maybe you feel like your battery's draining all the time and maybe you feel that your battery's empty Hey, I hope that the Lord's got something for you this evening, and hey, because the church needs all the batteries charged up and plugged together in the right direction. Hey, why? So we can accomplish the goals, both found that God has set out for this church. And I thank the Lord for Pastor Burke. Thank the Lord for his family in this church. And I thank the Lord that I'm not here to tell you how to put the battery together. I'm just going to try to help you to get it charged. Hey, why? Because Pastor Burke needs some charged batteries. Hey, the leadership of this local assembly right here. Hey, Need some charged batteries hooked up working together. Hey, why is that, uh, Matthew? Hey, because there's a lost and dying world outside. Hey, of this building, I don't have to tell nobody, and I'll try not to get triggered on Pride Month. And this being just the beginning of it, I ain't got it all out of my system. Hey, but we're not called to be social warriors. We're not to, We're not called to be Facebook warriors. Hey, we're called to be Christians. We're trying. Hey, we're called to shine the light in the darkness. Hey, and how are we going to do that, Brother Wilder, with a good charged up battery? Hooked looked up to the vine and we'll do what the what the Lord has called us to do We need a charged battery. I'm just going to get into it. Like I said, we may not even be here long tonight. Hey, but I'd just like to ask you, is there something drained in your battery? Why did we talk about batteries and go through that introduction? Because I wanted to try to make a connection that all of us can find ourselves in that spot. And if anybody here has served the Lord for more than four or five days, you understand what happens when your battery gets a little low. We don't always like to admit it. We don't always want to tell somebody. Hey, but I'm glad, if you will, we got some battery chargers up here. Hey, upon up on these, this altar, these steps to pray on. Hey, you don't have to come up here. You can hook up to the charger. Hey, sitting in, in the seat where you are this evening. Or maybe you got you a prayer closet, Brother Price, at the house. And that could be viewed as a little portable hey charger that you can just plug into the Lord. Hey, but I'd like to encourage you to keep your battery. Hey, because there's things in this world that will drain it. The first thing is I kind of looked in and I've said before, I don't, I don't have my theological degree. I've just got my online degree and it's called Google and I can just go ahead and pop in on that thing and you can ask it questions and hey, it'll spit you 15 answers and then you got to pray and ask the Lord which answer you're going to be taking and use. Hey, but I saw that when it comes hey, to what would, would keep your battery run down, what would drain the battery, there was three things that I found out as I was looking through here Hey and the first thing is is that there's a parasitic drain on the battery. Now what is that? It's what happens when you leave your headlights on or you leave your radio on too long, hey, and then you walk away from it. I don't know that happens too much, but I know that uh, that these new cars have timers and that, but you know what? Hey, my first car was a piece of junk, and Chad, no, I think he saw it a few times. It was uh, hey, it was brown, it was ugly, and it had a lot of bad nicknames. Hey, but you know what? You leave that light on and you don't turn it off, that thing's gonna drain your battery. You go ahead, you get out there, and you leave the battery, you leave the radio running. I've got an old beat-up Ford Ranger pickup truck that I work with Work around the house with a little bit, and you know what? But the radio won't turn off. You'll think it's off, but the little light's on there. And you may think, well, I don't have the sound turned up, and it it doesn't seem like much, but guess what? If you've got something pulling on your battery, you may find that it's dead when you need it. I don't know if anybody else has ever been out here and know we got a young Lily's about to hit driving age here at the end of the summer, and know we got some other teenage boys. I'll tell you what, hey, the worst thing to happen to you is you get in that car. And you go put that key in and you turn it and you don't get nothing out of it. What is that? There's been a parasitic drain that's been draining on your car battery. And when you go to use it, you found out, hey, that something has done messed up your battery. Say, we could go to the Old Testament and look at Samson. We understand he was the judges. We won't turn there. We're just going to talk about him. And we know that he lived a life that maybe was not completely pleasing to the Lord. Did he do a whole lot good? Yeah, he did. Did he mess up in a whole lot? Well, Brother Fountain, yes, he did. And what happened is he had a parasitic drain on his life that he allowed to suck the power out of him. And then when that uh, old Delilah hollered out that the Philistines was coming in, hey, the Bible says that he jumped up as he'd always done before. Hey, but this time he did not know that the Spirit of God had left him. Why was that? He had let something drain his battery. He had let something from the outside influence him. Hey, if I I would go ahead and encourage you tonight hey, and I'm glad I'm standing behind a pulpit of a pastor and a man of God that's inherited a pastor from a man of God who inherited a pastor from a man of God who preached standards. Why did he preach standards? Why are y'all go, you're going to preach on all that. Hey, you know what this preacher is trying to tell you to do when he warned you about things. Brother Wilder, he's trying to warn them that there's something going to suck the life out of your battery and when God has use for it and you jump up just like like you always did, it's going to fail you at the worst time. I'm telling you, anytime my car has ever broke down, I've always been about five minutes late for work. Anytime I've ever got a hold and needed it, I don't know that I've ever had a problem with a battery, Brother Fountain, when I was running about 35 minutes ahead of schedule. Hey, but I'll warn you tonight, if you don't take care of your battery, and you let these little things drain on top of you, hey, you're going to break down at the worst time. Someone is going to need a word from the Lord. Someone, hey, is going to need to hear about the gospel and when you should be charged up ready to go or your pastor calls on you for something, next thing you know you'll find out that your battery's dead and I would through the pleading is don't let it be your own fault. I can't sit here. I've both out. And I know where I come from. A long line of preachers, and we get you know. You, you say you King James, and you say you independent. Uh, hey, Baptist, you believe? Hey, believe in sticking to the word. Hey, then you get accused of just being hateful and being mean. Hey, that's not what we're trying to do tonight. Hey, we're trying to help somebody to be ready when the Lord has need of them. Second thing about this battery always uh, be going in with this parasitic drain is always having something running Is sometimes that battery can be overworked? Sometimes you're asking a battery to do more than it was ever created or made to do I heard somebody say a long time ago and it stuck in my head and i'll share it with you I wish I could give whoever created this the credit, but you know what we always will get tired in ministry Get tired in church service, but Chad, we get tired sometimes of working jobs and then trying to get up and we we got too many irons in the fire and we always hear the answer to that is say, well, you know, the Lord says that he'll never put more on you than you can bear. I say amen to that. I say that's the truth. Hey, but here is what I heard a man of God say a long time ago. It's true that the Lord will never put more on you than you can bear, but you can't. The Lord will never put more. I say, well, wait a second. We just had a long list of uh, long list of uh, stuff to do and we got door knocking and we got soul winning and, and we got all this. Hey, man, that sounds a lot. Guess what? Hey, the Lord is not going to overwork you this evening. Hey, but I tell you what, your flesh sure will if you let it. But Price, I've been, I've been in, a, in in times in my, uh, my Christian life where I've looked back and I've had stuff I have needed to do for the Lord, but I've had other stuff I've wanted to do. I've had stuff. Well, you know what? I'll just, I'll go there and serve at the church and then I'll go ahead and do what I want to do too. Hey, I'd like to warn you. Hey, tonight you can overwork your battery. Hey, you can put too much on it. You can ask your battery to do more than it was called to do. And what would I uh, like to do tonight is ask you, do an inspection of that battery. Like I said, some batteries can light up a city block and some just run a car or a, or, or a hearing aid. Please stop asking your battery to do more than what God called it to do. I'm telling you, there, there's something when the church is hooked together and the body, uh, the, the body of the church exists and hey, there's different ports, there's arms and hands and different organs and we can't all be the same thing. Anything that's got more than one head is a monster. Anything that's got, hey, more than two arms is something that I don't know qualifies to be a human being. Hey, but I got to warn you and urge you hey, to get, to get in your prayer closet, get hooked up to the charger. Hey, get that battery nice and uh, nice and full and make sure that you're doing what God has called you to do. There's times where I've wanted to do more, but God wasn't calling me. But Matthew, there was times where I, I saw, a man, I want to get in the ministry, and I want to get going. And you know what? You see the end of the road, and you know what the Lord says? He says, serve me today. We'll we'll figure out tomorrow when we get there. Don't put more on you at this point in your life than what God is calling you to, to bear. Why? Because you don't want to overwork that battery. The last thing when we talk about, hey, there always been something running on this battery is not only do you have the drains, not only can you overwork it, but then you overheat it. Once the battery is overheated, you haven't taken a heed, hey, to what is going on, the warning signs. Every car in here has got a a dash panel there's blinking lights and maybe as I'm trying to uh, have a teenage uh, driver and uh, you know what, a, she, she's a, a young girl that maybe cars aren't exactly the wheelhouse Hey, we try to tell her, hey, guess what, if that car's blinking at you, it's telling you something. But I'm wondering if there's some batteries sitting in the church house tonight Hey, that you know you've been running on E, you know you've been overworking it. Hey, so what am I trying to tell you? I ain't trying to tell you to quit. I'm trying to tell you to get it in line and come get to the vine. Come abide in the vine and let the Lord fill you up with his power why because there's problems when that thing overheats you let a battery get too hot and you let it keep going you're going to have an explosion on your hand and we could get into all the the different uh, the the chemical reactions and all that stuff I, I spent hours listening to YouTube video I don't know if I learned anything or not hey but here's what it comes down to it if you don't address your battery it's going to explode Lord ain't got no use for an exploded battery, amen. I don't even know if that's proper English, but it works this evening. Hey, God needs batteries that's charged up, took care of, and ready to go for service when he calls on them. So now we just talked a lot about science and a lot about about the internet. Well, what's the word of God say? Well, Galatians chapter six, verse nine says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not what do we need to do we need to take care of ourselves you can get weary in well doing church hey but I can can, uh, just try to encourage you through the word of God to let you know that in due season hey we'll, we'll reap Hey, God sees, hey, some put a seed in the ground, some water. Hey, some, uh, some people, I've heard Brother Fountain say, all the preacher is is a seed sower and a water boy, and I say, praise the Lord. Hey, but I'm telling you, church, don't get weary in well doing. Hey, we'll reap if we don't faint. How are we not going to faint? By taking care of our battery. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Hey, how does that have anything to do with batteries? You know what, Matthew? You let the Lord charge that battery and when it's ready, then you go out because he says those that wait upon the Lord in Matthew chapter eleven twenty eight, 28, the Lord says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Maybe I'm speaking to somebody this evening, hey, that's at a spot where they need a little bit of, a little bit of rest. Maybe you're at a spot where you say, you know what, I'm not talking about sitting down and quitting, and I'm not talking about giving up on God and being lazy, hey, but I'm talking to a spot to where the Lord says, hey, won't you take the yoke that I've got? You give me that burden that's dragging you down this evening, and won't you take the yoke that I've got Brother the wilder he says my yoke is real easy it's real light hey and you're trying to carry something around this evening you've got something draining on your battery that you won't turn around hey and let loose of hey and it's causing that battery to become an overworked state and then when that overworked state keeps going it heats up and Jesus says won't you just come and switch out with me hey I used to sit at Lebanon Correctional we all had these little batteries on our walkie talkies and guess what every now and and then they'd get dead and you'd have to switch out with somebody hey the Lord says won't you switch out batteries with me this evening why? hey because I want you fit for the Lord's service second thing outside of these drains I found out that extreme weather will affect that battery this isn't real deep but we know that when you get cold you get sick once your nose turns red, hey, it actually affects your immune system and the noses and the body's filter. And when you get hot, it does the same thing. Hey, how do you know well, something's wrong with our children? How did we learn for 100%? Uh, Lord of mercy, when we come through COVID, we had to take a thermometer read. We had to go to Kroger hey, to get a swipe from your temperature before you get in. Why? Hey, because when you're running too hot, it tells you something's wrong. Hey, the Lord says you ain't supposed to be running hey, at extremes. Hey, I'm not trying to go to too hot and too cold. I'm not telling you Hey, to get spewed out, but I'm telling you, hey, you let that battery get real cold, it's not good for nothing. Let that, that battery get too hot, ain't good for nothing either. Hey, what's the Lord's trying to tell you to do? To abide in the vine. Let the Lord regulate that temperature. That's what that vine does for the fruit. Hey, that's those healing properties and those growing properties that come in from being connected to the true vine. And that's what the Lord wants to do for you this evening. Isaiah 25 verse 4 says, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, and when the blast of the terrible ones is as the storm against the wall. What is he saying? Hey, when it gets too hot, the Lord says, let me give you a resting spot. Let me cast a shadow over you. Hey, when it gets too cold, won't you come in? As the Lord cried out to the nation of Israel, and he said, how many times would I have called you up under my wing? Hey, as a mama hen, Calls them chicks into her but he said you would not I'm asking you're at a spot where you feel hey that you're too hot or you're too cold and you feel that you're in trouble hey would you just come back to the vine would you just get plugged up and let the Lord take care of you as he knows best Colossians uh, 2 verse 7 says rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving when we try to do this on our own, we find ourselves lacking when we try to do this on our own. We don't have enough to accomplish the task. But when we find ourselves plugged up to the vine, we find ourselves rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ. We find ourselves abounding. Isaiah twenty-six verse three that they says, "Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee, because he trusteth in Thee." Before we move on to my last point, we had, head to a close here. Hey, just to remind us to be stayed on the Lord. If you would, imagine your, your cell phone battery as it becomes empty and you go ahead and you just need to give it a break and plug it into the charger. Hey, would you let the Lord charge you back up? Would you let the Lord, hey, stay yourself in him? Hey, why? Because he can get you back, hey, to, to something that he can use. And then the last thing we'll talk about before we we, uh, ask Brother Tyler to come up is we've talked about drains on the battery, talked about taking care of it. But I'd like to ask you, how's your charging system? Anybody here that's ever had a cell phone and had that thing break and you know what it's like to try to plug in a charger that don't work, hey, guess what, you got a problem. Hey, you may have a phone and it be charged up and it may be ready to go primed and ready But brother matthew you let that charger break. You just go ahead and put it on the clock There's going to be some trouble coming Hey, just because we're at 50% today, we're going to need to get back to that charger and the problem we have Sometimes hey in the pews of the church is we don't think about our charging system we think, well, we've got a good God and I can do all things with, hey, through Christ that strengthens me and that we can get out there, but Brother Fountain, we've got to be reminded, we've got to get back to the charger. Right. A few things here that hey that can prevent a charge here is a corroded connection. Yeah. You may go ahead and try to hook up. If there's corrosion in that connection, hey, you're not going to get it. Go out there and you you get the click on your car when you turn it over. You hear the click and you pop the hood. And next thing you know, you look at your battery. Guess what? Hardly nobody looks at the battery until it breaks. I don't know too many people outside of my dad. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, He worked in a service station. My grandpa uh, ran a service station in, in South Lebanon for years. And if you go over to dad's house, you better lock your doors if you don't want your oil checked. You better lock the door if you don't want your battery checked. Because what's going to happen, and he's been known to do it in parking lots, other places. I came out of Walmart one time, and Dad was sitting there, and he said, I want you to know, he said, you're a quart low in the oil, and you got one headlight out. Now, I don't know how he knew I had one headlight out. Hey, with me standing in Walmart. Hey, but guess what? We usually don't check up on these things till it breaks down. Yeah. Say, what are you doing? Say, preacher, this ain't no deep theological message. Hey, you know what? I think it's a short, simple one. The Lord wants us all to get is we need to make sure we're connected to the battery. We need to make sure that when we open that hood, if, they, if you go out there maybe say, you know what, hey, maybe Lord's telling somebody to check their connections on their car battery. Hey, if you open that thing up and you got a bunch of what looks like white fluffy snow on them terminals, you got a problem. You got corrosion in there. Hey, I'm telling us, I'm glad I'm not, I'm preaching to the choir this evening. Hey, but sometimes we need to be reminded when we let junk get in between us and the Lord, we got problems. Hey, when we let something, say, what's an idol? Hey, what's an idol for me may not be an idol for Brother Wilder. Hey, what, what, uh, that, uh, let's cast aside every weight and that sin, hey, that easily besets us. That sin that gets Brother Price may not be the one that gets me. Hey, so I can't just preach on certain specific sin. I'm talking sin as a whole, whatever we're allowing to get us in between us and the Lord is corroding our connection. Hey, what do we need? The song challenges us, hey, about being that church that's called to be. Hey, what do we got to do? We got to make sure we're not letting nothing in between. That old song, nothing between me and the Savior, nothing at all. Keep the way clean. Amen. Amen. Then we see this corroded connection will drain the battery. Once the connection is broken, it can damage other areas in that system. And the first thing, if you ignore the battery that you have this evening and you allow yourself to get run down, it'll cause other problems down the line. I'd encourage you, check your connection. Then the second thing about a, a defective charging system is a lot of times it's not charging because it's not properly hooked up. I'd like to ask you, hey, are you saved tonight? Do you know the Lord is your Savior? Hey, because a lot of times people, hey, will will get in and good-meaning people, brother Chad, people that, that I believe have good intentions, hey, but they think that they can do the work. They try to work their way to get into heaven. Any work I do is because I'm going, not because that's what I'm using to get there. Hey, so when we talked about, man, I can't figure up, hey, why God's not charging me and I feel like I'm drained, I'd like to ask you, are you doing the work or are you letting God? are you doing the work or are you allowing God to do the work through you hey he's, Jesus said I'm the vine without me you can do nothing and I'd like to tell you this evening hey if you're trusting in your own works hey you can live a moral life hey but you'll split hell wide open hey if you're not trusting in the finished work of Calvary's cross the only reason that I can hook up to the vine hey is because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever hey believeth in him should not Perish but of everlasting life Hey brother Fountain I'm hooked up to the Everlasting battery charger Hey I 11, when I was 11 years old April 5th 1993 Hey I found out that I was a sinner in need Of God's grace hey for the first time In my life 2 plus 2 equals 4 I knew that preacher was Talking about a sinner and he was talking About me hey maybe somebody's here This evening hey and you've been Trying to do the work yourself and It's been leaving you high and dry Hey and your battery keeps draining draining and you don't think you can go on no more hey would you check the battery connection tonight hey would you make sure that you're hooked in to the true vine and you're not hooked in to doing the work on your own ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works Lest any man should boast, anything that I am is because the Lord has allowed me to be. Nothing I've done that could merit me hey an inch towards heaven by the fountain. But that finished work of Calvary's cross, hey, that shedding of the Lord's precious blood, hey, when they put Him in the ground and three days later He rose up victorious over death, hell, and the grave, hey, that's the connection you're going to have to have this evening. Tells us, abide in Me. Sometimes we just need to sit on that charger. Make sure that we're connected. Make sure the Lord has is, is given us the juice that we're going to need to accomplish what he's asking us to do this week. As we prayed for uh, laborers to go into the harvest, hey, maybe that's a challenge to each one of us. Ask God to put somebody in our path. We had a lady at service today. Bless my heart. Hey, before we ended our, our evening service, we have a two o'clock evening service, and she said, "You know what? Hey, I'm challenging myself, hey, to pass out ten tracks uh, this week." She said, "I've just gotten to the point, hey, to where I think I've just been getting just kind of complacent and going along." I tell you what, hey, that helped my battery charger a little bit, hey, because guess what? I found out I need to be challenged, hey, to do that too. Hey, it may not have to be a gospel track; it could be a good word. Hey, but God has called us to shine the light. Of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ And I don't know a lot But I know that that light shines brightest Hey in the darkest times And we're sitting right here Pride month in 2023 Brother Price it ain't going to take too much for us Hey to shine the light during this time And I'd encourage you to be Who God is calling you to be And as I go ahead just leave you Hey just with a final challenge Is for a Christian Is how's your battery right now Are you charged up are you ready to go? Have you been treating it the way it's supposed to be treated? Are you putting too much on it? Are you doing it just like, hey, there's a manufacturer's specification that runs with that with that battery? Hey, are you running your life right now to the master's specifications? Are you walking in the lane he told you to walk in? Colby, being a young man, are you prepared hey, to, to look forward to what God's wanting you to do tomorrow? Hey, but asking God to use you today. As a Christian, I'm asking you this evening, would you check your battery? But before I close and before I give Brother Tyler up here, I'd just like to ask you, is there anybody here who doesn't know the Lord? Is there anybody here? i tell you what, there was a time. Hey, 11 years old, April 5th, 1993. Never forget the time when God called me. But if you'd have sold me the day before, I blended right into the pews. I have a great testimony, Brother Chad. Mom and Dad took me to church. Grandparents, I've got four grandparents right now with testimonies of salvation. Praise the Lord. But guess what? I still was in the church house. I always say I had a drug problem growing up. I was drugged to church. Every time the door was open, we was drugged. Hey, every time. But guess what? That's how you get to meet people. Praise the Lord. Hey, but there was a time it had to be personal. There was a time I couldn't borrow my mom and dad's charger. There was a time I couldn't borrow my next door neighbor's charger. I had to have one for me. There was a time where I realized, Brother Price, that I wasn't hooked up to the vine. As Jesus says, I'm the true vine, and you can do nothing without me, I realized my need for a Savior. And I'm asking you, maybe some of us need the battery charged, but maybe some of these batteries are dead. One of the verses that speaks to me from Paul is He says, I was alive without the law once. But then the commandment came, and sin revived, and I died. Well, guess what? If you've only been born once, you'll die twice. Jesus said you must be born again. If you are born physically and born spiritually, then you only have to worry about one death. The Lord's going to take you. You're abiding in the vine forever. Hey, but I'm warning you tonight, if you've never been born again, If you've never, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, about being abiding in the vine and having a connection with the Lord, here's what the Lord says. He says, I want a connection with you. I don't want you talking about everybody else's connections. I love hearing the stories how God moved in this country a hundred years ago. I love hearing stories, hey, about about the Welsh Revival. I love the Great Awakening. All that stuff sounds real good. Hey, but I'll tell you what's better hey, than a story hey, from four or five decades ago, and that's what God's doing right now. Hey, I'm telling you, He has not abandoned us, church. Hey, the vine has not died or withered away. The power of God that ran through the vine of Jesus Christ Christ is just as strong today as it was 2,000 years ago and what I'm asking you today is please don't trust in your own work don't try to charge your own battery if you would would you get hooked up with the Lord Hey, I'm telling you for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son why because we needed a battery charger we needed something to hook into him we had to get to the Lord and he says that true vine is going to be how and you're going to get connected If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, would you please seek Him before it's everlasting too late? Hey, don't try to go ahead. And There was times as I was approaching salvation and I wondered, you know, am I doing enough to get in? Brother Wilder, we know Islam. Hey, we know most of the world religions. It's all based on work. It's all based on what you can do. You know what? But I'm glad I'm not trusting in what uh, what I can do. I've trusted in what he's already done. And what does that mean? That means he has already came. We're not looking forward to the coming of the Lord. The Lord's been. Hey, we're not looking forward to salvation being opened up. Hey, that work has already been done. What I'm asking you, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? Hey, if your battery charger's dead, hey, if your battery's dead, won't you just come get hooked up? Won't you just come ask the Lord to fill you up? Brother Tyler, that's all the Lord's put on my heart. Hey, I appreciate you all listening to me. Church, please abide in the vine.